take a short break just to let you know about becoming a breakout bestie. So we've launched a brand new subscription service for the small businesses that need us in your pocket. So why do you need to become a breakout bestie? Well, it's just a monthly subscription that gives you access to us when you need us. There's a closed group where you can ask us any question you need. There's also an anonymous posting on. So if you've got clients in the same group, you can ask us anything and we'll get back to you. Sometimes that'll be a quick answer. Other times it might be that we need a bit more of an in-depth chat. There'll also be uh, posts and information on the latest trends, the latest strategies for social media, upcoming things from HMRC that you may have missed, just anything you need to make your life easier to run your business. You'll also have access to our client base and money off discounts and vouchers for various services we've got coming out. This is brand new, it's only just been launched, so have a look, go on our website under besties and sign up soon. So welcome to our latest podcast episode, which is really focusing down on social media. We get a lot of people in to ask us about social media, talk about what the do's and don'ts are, a lot of people that are quite confused by it. We get a lot of people that it can be a bit marmite to, they either love or hate it. But this is really going through, taking out the information out there and breaking it down for you. There's a few things you see, for example, that we have on um, social media itself so if you're on Instagram there's loads of tips tricks and it can be really really overwhelming so this episode is purely about breaking that down for you going step by step the do's don'ts facts of what you can and can't do so this is the social media myths and legends so we're going to go through social media what works and what doesn't whether it's which platform go through your profiles, content, hashtags, and engagement. So which platform and why? So the myth is you need to be on every single platform. You don't. If you have the ability to have a whole social media team behind you and employ someone pretty much one or half a person per platform, yes, I would say be on every single platform. But ultimately, that's not the demographic of your client base it's not where your target market will be so have a think of where your target market will be as an example I've had a self-employed gardener in before who wanted Facebook and Instagram I asked if he would be sending me content for Instagram so really good pictures testimonials as often as possible (laughs) he said no so Instagram wasn't going to be for him however Facebook where you see in local groups does anyone know a gardener if he's got his page running and fairly up to date he can be tagged if you like making videos and the service or product you provide you can make a really good video on then yes you want to be on tiktok and instagram same thing about twitter if it's all about the imagery you want to be on instagram if you've got some quite core opinions on things and you do a lot of work quite relevant to the media politics then yes twitter might be the one for you but it's really important to know who your target market are and who you want your client base to be because that's when you really niche down on what platform and choose one or two and just do it really really well which is the legend The platform will not be the same for every single business either. 
So if you are, as I said, a gardener, it might be Facebook. If you're a product-based business, it might be that you just have um, Instagram. So it might be that you're selling homewares and gifts. So you've got really, really good product photography and lifestyle photography. So that's where you want to be on Instagram. It's really a way, an aspirational place where people find what they're looking for. And you make it click and buy. The less clicks, if you think Amazon, if you can click and buy, it's a lot better for people. The profiles. So the myth, setting up a profile is enough. So a lot of people will use their personal profile. So I have my personal profile, which is Farley Boxall. I wouldn't post about my business on that. I have to have friends request me. Whereas if you have a business page, so Breakout Long Milford, people can just follow, like the page, choose what they're interested in. It also, everyone thinks of the algorithm as a bit of a dark art. It's not. And groups as well. Some people use groups for their business. I have had a business I've contacted before and said, have you got a Facebook page? Like, no, 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 join this group. I wanted to buy some scrunchies and hair clips for my eight-year-old. I don't need to be in a group for that. It would have been good just to have a business page to know how I could click and buy from them. So for your profile, profile pick you want is either a logo or a picture of you. So if you're a service, so like what we do at Breakout, it is a picture of me so you know when you walk in, you know who you're dealing with. Your intro or your bio, what you do, but specifics of what you do, that is searchable terms. So if you own a podcast business, you want the word podcast in there. Where you are, so do you have an um, actual location? Do you have a shop? So you want your full address in there. If you're just cover the area of Suffolk or you are in London, you're willing to travel, you can just put that as generic. Most importantly, how to contact you. If you don't like speaking on the phone, don't put your phone number. If you just want emails, put emails. If you'd rather people call, if you have maybe someone who picks up your calls, that's you want you want to put. Whatever will give the best service ever. Don't forget your cover photo. Your cover photo is really relevant, so use that wisely. We've got a picture of our Long Melford base, so people can identify it. It might be that you put some products on there, depending on what you do. Opening times, these are really important and it's tempting to put 24-7. Are you going to respond to a message at 2am? <sighs> I very much doubt it. So don't put 24-7, be strict with your opening times. Unfortunately, people do think if you put 24-7, you will be available 24-7 and there's nothing more overwhelming than having 20 million messages through and you just can't answer them. Again, it's all about that customer service. You'll then get your price range and your reviews. Content. The myths. You need to post every single day. Definite myth. There are key times to post, i.e. 11 o'clock on a Monday and 4pm on a Wednesday. And you need to post to go viral. Every post you should do should be aimed to go viral. The legend. Your content and post should be about what you do. It's that simple. Don't post, so for example, we're a business support centre. I will not post a funny video of a dog. Funny video of a dog might go viral and it might be popular, but it's irrelevant. I will then get a load of people liking and following me for funny videos of dogs. It's not my target market. So just post pictures about what you do, how you do it, 
behind the scenes. Just stick to your niche of what you are and what you do. Post about your business, where you are, when you are available or open. So it sounds quite simple because you've got it on your bio. But at the end of the day, people will still not look. You've got to remember that people don't have attention spans anymore. It's like when you go on a website, you have three, four seconds before someone clicks off that website. You want to reinforce that. When are you open? Okay, I'm open Sundays. It might be that you're a cafe. I'm not open Mondays. You tell people when you're open. And the business, be you. You're your USP, your products, your style, your tone. It is all about you and it is all about your USP. No one can copy that, most importantly. Your competitors can't copy you and what you do. Also, you'll have a certain tone of voice. There'll be certain customers. If you try and be someone else, you will attract customers who don't want or don't really align with you. So just keep posting about what you are and what you do, what you enjoy, and you'll attract the right people. In addition to that, there are no key times to post. Obviously not at 2am in the morning, but look at social media. So pay attention to what you're doing. If you post really, really good content, you will get lots of likes, lots of interaction, and lots of engagement. For example, I Facebook or Meta Instagram knows how long I've looked at a post for. If I've looked at a certain post or account several times, that's the first one they're going to show me because they've got good content. So whether you post at 5pm or 5am, you will always come further up my feed because I've engaged with you because you had good content. The same with posting every day. You don't need to post every single day if you've not got content. If you have enough content to be able to post every day, go ahead. However, it can be tiring and you can just feel a bit lethargic over it. So just post when you've got decent content to keep people engaged and interested. The next myth is hashtags. One myth, they're banned. The second myth, no one uses them. Another one, they're phasing out, and there's an optimum number to use. Nothing's banned. Once you start looking at things like this, you'll have loads and loads of accounts and posts that will come up and say, you can't post, hashtag Valentine's Day is banned. It's not. However, if you post on Valentine's Day, hashtag Valentine's Day, funnily enough, so are millions of other people. So it's not that it's banned. Your post just is not going to do as well because it's up against so many other posts. Go to Meta's terms and conditions, go to their help side of things and website. Just steer clear of anything that goes against community standards. Nothing's banned. That there's optimum number. You kind of want to stick under 30 because you don't want to see a post with a million hashtags on it. But don't use hashtag dog on a clean car picture. You need to stay relevant and stay on board, stay on brand. All searchable items, what are people going to be searching to make your picture and image come up? So that's what you keep in mind. If you think of Instagram, when you're doing hashtag birthday, obviously there's millions and millions of posts. If you're hashtagging Spider-Man themed birthday, it's going to be more niche down. So you're really niching down who's going to search for you as well. Make sure you hashtag location. So if, for example, you do wedding hair and you cover a certain area, hashtag every time you're at a location so people know you cover that venue, you cover that town. So you will pop up when the next person is searching for that venue. And just make sure you use a range of hashtags. Don't be tempted to do a core cut and paste of 30 and use them every time. Because the post will vary as well, so you won't want that. 
we use Flick. It's not free, but we can help with groups of hashtags when you get stuck. It saves time looking for relevant hashtags and it gives you high, medium and low volume of the hashtags. Are they phasing out? So the myth that hashtags are phasing out? No. That's why you can still follow and search for them on Facebook or using Meta and Twitter. There are other ways such as topics, but people do still follow and search for them. So just keep using and search around. Ultimately, you're never going to copy what someone does with hashtags, but look at what others are doing. Look at what tags come up on your own profile, research for your business, what works for other people and have a play around with it. Engagement. So the myths, you should just scroll and like every single post. You should post without captions. It's not actually necessary to engage. Or you should engage before or after you post for 10, 15, whatever the post says, the optimum time for that. The main thing is don't post and ghost. Social media is like real life networking. Ask questions, comment on other people's posts, like others, share their content, but do it genuinely. We engage with people all the time, businesses we're currently working with, sharing their information, businesses we want to work with, competitors or people that seen as competitors, but we give each other ideas because we're all about collaboration, so people we want to collaborate with. And we get the same back. We will share various information, bits and pieces. We hope that people will share with other businesses. So just think about what you're posting and what you'd like to have commented and engaged and saved on your post. Why do you want to be tagged and recommended for someone? Your DMs are your best lead, so encourage messages and get people into your direct message folders. What do you think of this? What else would you like to see? Everyone who's following you is either a client or a potential client. They are interested in you. So ask questions, increase that engagement. Everyone likes to share their story and share what they think of something. So ask them, We work with a local cafe. We now do polls of what flavour cake you'd next like to see. So then the customers are feeling more involved in the business. They're choosing what flavour cakes. And don't post all at once. It can be really, really tempting. You've had a big weekend of doing something or you worked on a massive project and you've got loads of content. So you want to post it all at once. Try to use the scheduler to schedule that out because the algorithm, again, not a dark art, If you post all at once and it's a bit feast and famine, you will do all that hard work. When you're in the famine and you've got nothing to post, your posts and your engagement will drop off because you're not posting, you're not keeping in someone's feed. So just schedule it out, drip feed it out and just be consistent with it. And remember to enjoy it as well. If it feels like hard work, ask someone else because ultimately... Have a scroll every day, make it an engaging scroll, look for people you want to work with, look for posts you enjoy to read and it'll help you think of content of what they might want to read. And thanks for listening. So if you've got any questions, feel free to send us a message, keep in touch and share with someone who you think doesn't like social media or doesn't enjoy social media or you know of a social media account and someone that needs a bit of help. So please share, please click the subscribe button and listen to future episodes for other hints and tips.